without work, this is not an equation for sustainable results. There are no good shortcuts to success. Asking for the sale without establishing trust, credibility, and value is the worst way to hope to make a, success, a sustainable income, yet this approach continues today. This is the case of putting the shopping cart before the value horse. You have tuned in to Debt-Free Wealth Radio with Trudy Beerman. Thank you for taking me along with you on your mobile device, the web, or through my syndicated outlets. I bring you topics, programs, and products geared to move the Christian income earner to become a profitable steward who enjoys debt-free wealth because prosperity is not entitled, but it is within reach. Recently, I declined to work with three prospects who approached me for help either with their startup or with their branding. I'm not sure if there's some trend going on, but back to back, each one of them wanted to offer their product or service for sale while remaining incognito or creating the value propositions that I suggested. One even suggested that rather than be visible to her business, she would hire a puppet, yes, that was her word, a puppet, to represent her business, followed up with a gag order on the back end to ensure her identity remained anonymous to her customer base. I declined to work with these prospects because it was clear I was not a fit to assist them with their declared goals. The whole thing just felt like dealing with a shady salesperson. Putting the shopping cart before the value horse may get some buyers, but without a front end offering value, support, credibility, and warranty information, it is a buyer beware shopping experience. The shopping cart before the value horse is why lemon laws and the buyer beware clause exist. But there are still sellers who set up the sale with less than the ideal shopping experience. Today's topic, guys, is clearly putting the shopping cart before the value horse. Of course, these entrepreneurs who approached me and asked for my help really had no intention of doing anything illegal or unethical. That was not their intention. They were just really trying to get an end result without the work required to deliver the outcome that they wanted. But honestly, guys, as far as I know, there are no good shortcuts to success. The days of throwing up a website with a sales page and that being a, a money machine are over, okay? Throwing up a buy now page may have worked in the early days of the internet, but today shoppers have options and they do research before swiping their cards. When there are multiple options for the same or a similar offer, buyers will go where they feel they find the most value. Value doesn't always mean finding an offer at the lowest price. A value proposition could also mean offering additional bonuses, a nicer shopping experience, an upscale environment, free follow-up service, superior manufacturing, better ingredients, and so on. 
One, pro one of the prospects who asked for my help, for example, she handcrafted homemade soaps, lotions, and other skin products from natural ingredients. Her website, however, was just one big buy now fest. There was zero branding. Now, as someone who personally, I personally prefer as close to God's original over man-made, I honestly, I buy this kind of stuff all the time. However, nowhere did I see any reference on her website to the source of the ingredients, the process of the manufacturing, the story behind her startup, nothing at all. No videos, no education on why these products were good, better than my options, or where, you know, even where the, re the ingredients were sourced. How was I to know where she, if she used sterile processes? Who was making this stuff? Was she qualified, trained? Was she winging it on a hope and a prayer? What guarantees did she offer on how the product worked, their safety, or a refund policy? Were these ingredients better than another website offering similar products? Could I even trust this whole process or purchase? The other prospects want, another prospect example, wanted to offer social media services. However, she didn't have any personal proof that she could uh, uh, provide this service. She didn't have any proof of personal success in this area, not in, or on a, even a personal level. Her plan was to hire someone who knew their stuff. And she would simply stay behind that person, collect the money, and remain out of sight. I suggested to her that if she did not know the social media process herself, unless she was buying a franchise with a turnkey setup, how would she know if she, the person she hired was doing the job right, was doing it as quickly as they could, in a way to offer quality results to the customer? How could she offer leadership or direction to this employee if she didn't know the job herself? What is worse is she kept referring to this person that she intended to hire as a puppet. Not only did that rub me the wrong way as disrespectful to this employee's expert's ability, because she was saying you know, she was going to hire the expert, but a puppet, puppet, in all truth, is moving at the tune of the puppeteer. And we already determined that she, the person who wanted to hire this person, did not know the thing that she wanted this expert to do. So I have to say, though, I give her credit for identifying a niche that potentially has an offer to generate a solid income stream. I have to say, though, that if she could convince an expert to work for her, do all the work while she remained hidden from the public while collecting the money, I say, go for it. At the end of the day, the buck will stop with leadership. And if a customer ever has an issue, the puppet would have to move the responsibility and the issue up the chain. So I still couldn't see how she could remain totally anonymous in the equation. As far as I'm concerned, and I may be wrong, there may be some other experts that have other ideas out there, but as far as I'm concerned, brands are built initially on the shoulders of their founders. Let me repeat that. Brands are built initially on the shoulders of their founders. Yes, today we have brands that we recognize that we have no idea who the founders were, but in the early days, before the brand became the brand we know, it was built on the shoulders of their founders. When Bill Gates and Steve Jobs were, work, were kids, college kids, working in their garages, building their empire, people did business with them based on their efforts, their reputation, their relationships. Once their brands were established, had a track record, stood for an experience and performance, the brand was able to take on a life of its own. I recently read the startup story of Firehouse Subs. 
two brothers, both firefighters, they were always broke. They had the idea to start the subhouse after much personal research and lots of debt, trial and error, and then they started their sub shop. Because through their research, they decided to adopt the best qualities of their competitors, they soon were known for offering quality food at a fair price with a very cool story behind it. Firefighter costumes and references were all over the place, giving their brand a very heroic feel. Today, those of us who buy buy a firehouse sub may never hear of Chris and Robin Sorensen. But in the startup days, it was those who knew them and trusted them and were willing to support them that gave them their foot in the door. There, the brand remained true to who they were and what they were passionate about and had a clear theme. Today, you can try the hook and ladder sub and resonate with their growth as a control, what, that, as what they refer to as a controlled burn. Chris and Robin may no longer be behind the grill or at the cash register, but their presence is still felt and their story is still visible on their website. Chris and Robin Sorensen are not invisible, even though the Firehouse sub-brand no longer needs their personal presence to, ha- to, to generate pull anymore. Firehouse subs now has a track record of its own and 900 franchise sub-shops. Later, their brand is a true rival to subway shops and other popular sandwich places. Some of the biggest brands today still share these attributes of the Firehouse substory. Ford Motor Company had its startup on the shoulders and the story of Henry Ford. J.P. Morgan, now J.P. Morgan Chase, built its reputation on the shoulder and the success of J.P. Morgan in its early days. Warren Buffett is still visible today, lending power and credibility to the Berkshire Hathaway and its holdings. Does he need to remain visible to make his millions and billions? I doubt it. But he still remains visible and in the public eye. And guess what? The public is very willing to do business with anything that Warren Buffett is associated with or endorses. So putting the shopping cart before the value horse may get some buyers. But without a front end offering value, support, credibility, and even warranty information, it truly is a buyer beware shopping experience. The shopping cart before the value horse is why lemon laws and buyer buyer beware clauses exist because there are still sellers who set up the sale without offering an ideal shopping experience. So if success like the firehouse subs, Microsoft, Apple, or Warren Buffett is what is dreamed of, then it simply makes sense to follow those leaders in their examples. Create an offer that is for a quality product or service. Demonstrate delivery of it with outstanding customer service and experiences. Price it appropriate to the value proposition and build a reputation for value, quality, and service. Over time, your brand will not only emerge, but it will separate from the pack of competitors to be a recognizable brand on its own without your continued need for presence as an owner. It is absolutely possible to step back from the day-to-day running of your business. Setting up systems, staffing, and support is definitely the hallmark of business growth, and it is the way for an entrepreneur to spend more time working 
on their business instead of in it. Let's just get the sequence straight, guys. Put the value horse before the shopping cart. Let me say it again. Put the value horse before the shopping cart, and you're likely to get more buyers who have a great experience that they are willing to repeat recommend, and even become loyal fans of. Trudy Behrman here. I hope this content was of value to you today. I am super simple to find at trudybehrman.com, and I do look forward to connecting with you.